Hello, hello, hello. Hello, friend. How's it going? It's it's been a minute. Been a minute in a minute. I don't know any other lyrics because I can't remember any of them. Yeah, I was like, you were kind of jamming to the Lizzo album when it came out, though, right? Yeah. She's queen. Absolutely. Did I tell you that I think the reason why I can't memorize lyrics is trauma, damage to the brain? (laughs) It's brain damage. (laughs) It's brain damage. No big deal. Cece's already over us and has gotten off the bed. I told you it was either you stay or you go. Yeah, she was sitting here for like 30 minutes and then the second we press record, she gets up. She's like, wow, the opportunity for the attention to be on me is over. So I'm over y'all. So I feel obligated as Americans to bring this up. We're not football people, but what did you think about the Rihanna Bowl? I thought you were going to say, happy President's Day. Oh, no, I actually (laughs) didn't even know it was President's Day. (laughs) And I was going to be like, shots to Abe Lincoln. (laughs) Brandon, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) That's how we celebrated President's Day in college. We'd always go out and have shots to Abe Lincoln. Oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> you went out for the Super Bowl. I did. You had a super good time? It was fun. I immediately went home after the halftime show was done. <laughs> I actually, this is so stupid. So I was at work on, I mean, obviously I work Sundays until four. And like middle of the day, I'm thinking like, dang, I wonder like what the score is. And I look it up and I'm like, it doesn't even start till 530. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this, this game doesn't even start till like an hour and a half after i'm off work well we were we were out to brunch at like lush so it's like a gay bar dinner theater thing and the second that game starts they just put it on at volume seven thousand. <laughs> i'm like i feel like i'm being hate crimed in a gay establishment <laughs> like i could see like putting the game on quietly yeah like it's on one of the screens yeah you no, it was huddle over there every single screen <laughs> I mean, yeah, and then you flip it over on the halftime show, every single one, volume 400 million. But I was kind of bummed out because, okay, I, I was aware of the Super Bowl hours in advance, right? <laughs> Still, I'm like, okay, let me check the score again. And I see on the Google that it is it is done after quarter two. I'm like, shit, it's time for Rihanna. <laughs> I, oh, I don't really know how the channels work. I honestly don't even know if I have cable. I don't know. How, I mean, I have a smart TV, right? I just yeah. use the apps on it. Um, it defaults to the Bob Ross channel. So maybe that does mean I have cable. I don't know. Like, I don't know how it works, you guys. I don't, I'm, I'm dumb. Okay. I'm like looking, I'm flipping through. Where's the Super Bowl? Where's I've got, I've got to see it. I, I look on, I Google what channel is the Super Bowl on, you know? And it, when you look up what channel. It's like CBS. Like, or... Yeah. It's like, here's your 10 options. I can't find a single one. I can't find them anywhere. I'm looking at like, the think, logos and everything. Roku has like this free TV, but it doesn't have your local channels. It's just like some weird cable channels and like their own weird Roku channels. I don't know. So anyways, I'm like, well, I've got to be able to watch on YouTube. I mean, you can watch anything on YouTube. <laughs> Shocker. Oh my God, Cece. I don't know if you guys can hear her. She's meowing in the background like she's being tortured. Oh my God, Cece. <laughs> she is a menace. So I'm like... I'm, I'm panicking. I'm like, which one do I do? Which one do I do? And of course, every live stream I'm picking, the first one I pick, it's a view of the outside of the arena. So it is just showing me... The, a live stream of the arena. Yeah, it's showing me a live stream of the outside of the building. This is what you would see if you didn't get a ticket. And I'm like, God damn. And then I see another. And you know what? All of these live streams that I'm pulling up are like, you can't, you can't watch on here because of copyright reasons. So go in the chat and cl- click the link. 
And it's it's a live stream of that screenshot. That's like in Comic Sans. It says go click the link, and it's like not, it's spelled wrong. I posted it on my story. If you if you look, if you saw my story that day, and I was like, I'm just trying to watch Rihanna. It it shows the score, and then it says click the link, and it's it it says link wrong or something. So eventually, I find bless bless her. I find. The girl who's doing the sign language. And I find the I feel like that was the better version to that be watching. Was, <laughs> I got, I, I got, I'm trying not to be loud because Brenda's right next to, next to, in the room next to us trying to like work and whatnot. I wonder what that's like. Right. I'm always, I'm, I, I'm hardly working. Just kidding. I'm a hard worker. Hire me. <laughs> um, I'm like, okay, like she's actually really good. I'm like, this is so fun. Oh my God. I would have been just watching the interpreter the entire time. I was time. watching her the whole time because you know what? Um, I could see Rihanna like behind her, like over her shoulder, but they also like have it on the screen, like close up of Rihanna. It's off. It's not like in the background. You can oh. see what's going on in the screen. Rihanna's lips are not matching. What's so like going the on. interpreter's live. Yeah. But the, but the actual Rihanna is not. And I'm like, this is kind of confusing. And then I'm like, she pregnant. I missed the, I mean, obviously she didn't do a huge reveal at the beginning. Like she just kind of went like that and like, I heard the camera people didn't know either, so they didn't. No one really made a big deal out of well, it because they didn't know. Rihanna made a big deal about how she's not going to bounce back. She's going to take her time and be slow about it, and she's not going to. She doesn't care. She's like, I like being fat, so I'm just going to do what I want like, to. So yeah. I was like, is she pregnant or is she just still like, you know, having post baby body? I'm like, wait, huh? And I look it up, and I'm like. Oh my god she's pregnant because no one it's still in the middle of the performance there haven't been like news <laughs> articles out yet which is annoying i'm like okay i need some, real time what are people saying like well, I can't, twitter i'm seeing I, I deleted twitter when there were when there was even an inkling about elon musk owning it <laughs> well, delete. N- now it's it should suggest his tweets all the time and i'm just like and he posts Ew. some unhinged shit isn't that his full-time job is to just like shit post I don't online know. anyways let's talk about plants <laughs> <laughs> everyone's here for the pings and they're like what are you guys talking about well i think they're probably here for rihanna too <laughs> everyone's here for rihanna i will Honestly. say though unpopular opinion i was a little bit i after i had someone like explain the imagery and everything after mm-hmm. it made more sense but i thought the performance wasn't as good as it could have been if she would have not been pregnant because she's a phenomenal performer kids. but kid the crotch goblins ruin everything <laughs> I will say, if you guys are not on TikTok, the lore of the of the background dancers is chef's kiss. I mean, now you're seeing all the videos of these people. They're going through their outfit. They're showing you, that, like, I don't know. I'm seeing so many videos well, of the background dancers. And also, them. they're just, like, fucking regular, regular 20-year-olds. Yeah, I'm like, these aren't, like... I'm like, I who mean, are you people? They are. Here's the thing. Guess what? People from my, like, high school were... It, like in the Justin Timberlake performance a couple of years back, because remember when he was here, he performed at US Bank Stadium, um, and they always like the background dancers and like the people who are in the show are generally people from the area where the Super Bowl is. So like the next Super Bowl is oh. in Vegas. If you live in Vegas, Vegas, you have a way better chance of like being in the Super Bowl, or whatever. Um, he used um, instruments and stuff like people who were in marching band, and they used people from the U of M. Marching band, mm. being there. I was supposed to be in that fucking marching band. <laughs> that was like my dream. <laughs> I did make it to the school, but I was like too scared to do the marching band. I don't remember why I didn't. 
I don't know. Extracurriculars were scary in college. I didn't do them until my senior year. It's also very demanding. I mean, how uh-huh. can you expect well, to have good grades and also like be going to practice every single day too like, and have a job? What mar- the fuck? Especially marching band. That's like more of a physical commitment than a sport. I remember when I was at Eau Claire, actually, that is when they finally argued to make marching band a gym credit. Yeah. Because like, I remember like sitting out in like the art building lawn because we had to like paint but it was always during my class was like during the practice and i was like they are like Dying. doing drills they're like sprinting they're like carrying a tuba while you run are you kidding me i couldn't imagine i mean <laughs> I, I was dying with my little piccolo which weighs nothing <laughs> just carrying myself around the field also when you are like new to marching band and you haven't ever marched before generally the consensus is when you're on the field and like it's real real performance time now she's meowing outside the door <laughs> um generally they're like the moves and the drill is more important you have to look better yeah because there are so many people out there that know how to play they know like they have it memorized like just let them play and just be where you need to be and that's pretty much <laughs> what i did i didn't really play a whole like lot. don't you don't even have to blow in your instrument yeah i literally <laughs> just like had it like da, 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 da. here i go okay what's our topic today brandon it's a long time coming pinguiculas ping time talking about the pingdom I think it's a good time too. I feel confident and we have shit to say. I love them. I don't know. It's one of my favorite things. Like honestly, it's one of my just like favorite plants of all time now. They're just the most fun. Like if I had to get rid of like all my house plants and only grow pings, like sure, I would be kind of sad because I love all my foliage, but like I just love a ping so much. That's the straightest thing you've ever said. <laughs> really? I could only grow carnivorous plants. <laughs> <laughs> I really is think I don't really love all the other carnivorous plants. Um, I do like carnivorous plants, but they're just they're demanding. But I listened to I was going to send it to you. I don't think I did. Vice just released a carnivorous plant article about how it like ruins people's lives. Like they get just so into it and they like go bankrupt and just like all this crazy oh stuff. My fucking god! And now I gotta see this. Shit. And you don't have to read it. You can have it narrated. They'll read it to you. I listened to it when I was, I think I fell asleep halfway through it because I listened to it when I was laying in bed. <laughs> so some people who are confused, um, you may have not heard the word ping before. You may have only heard them referred to as butterworts. Um, I'm actively trying to change that. <laughs> You're doing a pretty good job. I hardly ever refer to them as such because I think it's a gross name. I think it sounds like it's out of Harry Potter and I don't like it. A butterbeer wart thing like butter wart like if, no. if butter wasn't in front of it i would probably also I, i'm very neutral to the word i like wart. ping easier because it's just one you know me I, ping. I i'm very easily inconvenient and i only want one syllable butter mm-hmm. wart that's three that's 30 300 more work is that four ping quick yeah <laughs> so i don't say that either you know yeah. me i Do abbreviate you, I, everything <laughs> if you guys have listened to us for a while you probably <laughs> have heard me like try to say it before i used to ca- say pinguicula <laughs> it's pinguicula i mean that's what i say now i haven't like I, I i don't often hear other people say it obviously but i think that's correct i don't know but i also like to call them pings if you hear them called butterworts that is the same thing i remember maya um at pq was finally able to like order some in bulk and she's like hope i got the right thing they're called butterworts <laughs> and i'm like yeah you're good that's the same thing i'm like that's like calling a sansevieria like a snake plant like it's, it's the same thing I'm like, that's that <laughs> anyways i have a couple little excerpts is that the word pinguicula can be found in north central and south america in greenland in most parts of europe and at the very northwestern tip of africa and in some scattered areas in asia 
Oh. They're kind of all over the place. But also Greenland? Wow. Because pings, most ping species originate from cold to very cold habitats at high altitudes mm. or high latitudes, for example. Only southeastern USA and Caribbean species live under like warm climates. So like a lot of like Mexican, Guicula. Um, so there are a lot of like temperate um species there's like protected species i think up in like lake superior right oh yeah there's lots of up there there's in the boundary waters yeah they're kind of like scattered throughout like they're not really prolific where they are like they really are kind of like scattered in their little colonies that yeah. they call them everywhere. i was like thinking like oh maybe we should go on like an adventure and go find some in the wild and then i was like that would like require us to like actually hike yeah like like that we're not just gonna find that's not just like oh you get off out of your car and walk down a little trail a little bit that'd be like unless (laughs) you guys know where uh, like the locals always help us out if you know where we could actually like low effort find some we promise we won't steal them um they are a little bit more difficult to take care of i think the ones that are like not tropical yeah um i think they're more i don't know i think it's that they're more specific about their dormancy they're not as like random as like Mexican pinguicula or like tropical ones, or maybe I just made that up. I don't know. But let's go over the care. I think that they're the easiest carnivorous plant to care for, but that's me. I completely agree. All of mine struggle carnivorous plant wise, but my pings never do. Mm-hmm. Even and you let them dry out. I let bit, mine right? completely, and like a lot of times they're just like crisped. <laughs> they're like please water me or i'm gonna die tomorrow <laughs> like, you know i hate touching them because they're so oily and then they're slimy and then the ones that are so dry they're just like i'm like oh oh no there's not a single drop of oil on here here have some for my face is it butterwort that means greasy little one or is it pinguicula i think it's pinguicula yeah in in greek right i, I don't remember so. it means one greasy little one and you were like yeah that checks out because they are greasy they feel mm-hmm. very slimy um, when they're in their carnivorous stage and you like touch them. I mean, it doesn't feel sticky. Like I always describe and most people, of them aren't that bad. There's yeah. just a few that I have where it's just like, if it even slides yeah. against if me, I, like, oh. if, if I graze up against it, I'm like, Ugh. and some of mine get really full. So if I touch it, I almost always have a bug on me then <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, so I describe them as being kind of like a sticky trap and that's kind of how they work, but they aren't necessarily sticky like when we touch them like sure like there's going to be some like goopy goop yeah that like pulls apart kind of like cheese when you're pulling apart a grilled <laughs> cheese i don't know that's the only way i can think of and it just feels slimy it's not yeah. sticky at all it's but it's just like oily and bugs get like trapped in oil mm-hmm. and so. so a lot of people get are really shocked to hear that they can have pests and I'm sorry to break that to y'all. Carnivorous plants in general are not immune to pests. Like they catch <laughs> bugs, but they're not immune to getting like, because pests and bugs to me are different things. Well, like, it, especially with pings, that's the one that kind of shocks me. I'm like, how? It is kind of like, crazy. Watching a thrip just crawling yeah. about on it. Like it's no big deal. Yeah, they like, just swim through me? it. I know that um, Blake, local plant person, has dealt with aphids on them. Ugh. Well, aphids are kind of bigger, so maybe... And I've had spider mites on them and people are like, what? Like spider mites are so tiny. How do they not get stuck? I mean, and sometimes like you'll, you'll, you might think that you have like webbing on them and it might literally just be from them growing and getting stuck on each other. And then there's just like strings. Yeah. Um, But the way that I see all the webbing more is I just grab my spray bottle and like mist lightly over Mm. it. And then you can just see all of it. The beating. But honestly, I've had like mine have had, 
a couple of them have had spider mites for quite some time and they get, are growing just fine. They're I feel okay. like they grow so fast. They could probably outgrow spider mites. Mm-hmm. And plus like, so I have done one beneficial bug release with them. I'm going to do another. I ordered some different kinds cause I'm like, I don't think the last ones were really the right ones. I think I got too many like soil mites and not enough that are like going to be on the leaves and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, just like spraying them down and like, having good airflow, making sure they're watered. I mean, it's just been keeping them at bay. It's not it's not spreading to any of the other ones they're not, and they're not getting worse. It doesn't seem like, but the ones that have had thrips, unfortunately, they don't really come back from them. <laughs> it's hard cuz I mean, you don't want to spray a bunch of chemicals on the ping. Yeah. It's like I mean, they'll just, just absorb the chemicals. But I have looked through, I mean, the place where I'd go to to get that information would be from, like, either Carnivorous Plant website or, like, the Ping Facebook group and ask them, like, hey, what do I specifically do? Like, what do you use to treat yours? Because I'm only going to listen to people that have actually done it to their plants. Because there are some people do have, like, mild chemicals that they use and they claim it's fine. But I don't know. Some of mine I just don't care that much about. I will say throwing them in the fish tank does not work. (laughs) (laughs) They immediately fall apart and rot <laughs> yeah they that's that's the one thing about them is some people um will water them too much like on the actual ping and sam said that she thinks she was doing that too much because once she like let up on that and started just watering around them or bottom watering she's like oh my god they're so much happier yeah they can get crown rot it's kind of crazy like for liking more wet conditions it's weird that they can rot i mean but you can rot any plant you can rot a pitcher plant you can rot kelp ew i bet that's stinky Actually, I know all those pitcher plants were rotted. I had to repot all of them. I still haven't repotted mine. I don't know how. They're just like, they're, they're getting pretty big. They got a little crispy. Well, my issue is, is that they won't grow new roots, but they'll keep growing new leaves. And I'm like, grow some new roots because then they'll keep growing leaves. And then eventually there's just no more roots and they die. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. That's rude. <clears throat> but care. So I actually don't have mine in super high humidity conditions. There are... I mean, you can have them in terrariums. They do obviously really great. They grow in high humidity conditions generally, but it's not like one of those plants where it's like going to die and crisp up if it's not in high humidity, you know? So some people are able to like have them in a bright windowsill. They're obviously not going to get like a very bright color because there's some that like turn pink or purple, which I just love. How fun is it? See, I like to keep mine in the case because it's the only place where I can keep them close enough to a light to get them to sun stress. Mm -hmm. And y'all, I'm talking close to these lights. There are some people who have really powerful grow lights and they have their pings just inches away. Yeah, they like even mine, like they're not that colorful and they're what a foot from the light. Yeah, mine aren't even mine. And I also feel like mine are pretty close to the light and seeing pictures of other people's and how intensely colored they are. I'm like, wow, mine aren't getting any light. <laughs> also, mine are just under barinas. Like they're not under any like fancy grow lights. Some people have some crazy grow mm-hmm. lights in these carnivorous plant groups. Like that light I have in the tent downstairs, I had to turn it down to 40% because it was just toasting all the plants in there. <laughs> It's too much. And then you're like, okay, all of you have to be down here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to be able to like use all this space. Um, but we do try and keep them wet. We do. I mean, do you think for the most part, I mean, I would say like half and half, some of yours are in something with drainage and others aren't. Yeah. So half of mine are in just the containers they came in. I think it's just like a peat moss base solution. I don't really know. But then half of them I have in the, just the unfertilized pond just sitting in 
Mm-hmm. And they're in like just like a plastic saucer that yeah. you would put like under a pot, which I think works great because pings and people are sometimes surprised to see this because they're like, oh my God, it doesn't have any roots. It fell out. And I'm like, <laughs> they have very shallow root systems. They don't like it's, it's, it's really a, an odd um, ratio sometimes yeah. with how giant the ping can be and just has like. It's like if you just took like a flower and just like put it on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, essentially. So then you can have them in pretty shallow pots. You can have them in something like without drainage. If mine fill up too much, I just kind of like dump them into like the next pot, you know, yeah. like just share. And mine, I find that when they're like flooded, as long as it's not like over the leaves, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll soak it up. It'll evaporate anyways in the air regardless. Um, but what I think some people are shocked to learn too, and some people get away without this, um, but... They do like a little bit more of a like rocky or a sandy soil mixture. I mean, they do well. Obviously, you said in like the unfertilized pond, just anything chunky like that. Sometimes it'll be sometimes like half perlite, half cocoa core, cocoa peat, or something. But just something more. I don't know something that those roots can actually grab onto because if they're just sitting in that like peat, it's just kind of meh. it's not very good. Then they get a little bit too. Then that's when the rot happens, when they're mm. too. I feel like sometimes mine have rotted just from, like, I, I have horrible um, airflow in my cabinets, and pings really like airflow. So when I have mine in, like, the way back corner, mm. and I haven't, like, opened my cabinets to air them out too much, <laughs> then a couple of them have rotted. Um, none that I've really cared about that much, but. Yeah, I need to order new fa- more fans. Me too. I need. I still need to figure out the one for my big grow tent. I did kind of figure well, it out, but I was a little bit annoyed to figure out that I had to buy something yeah, else yeah. to hang it up. That Vivo Sun, come on, <laughs> calling you they, out by they, name. They want you to buy every little tiny piece. I'm like, Literally, I'm like, why don't you? Because you can also buy these kits, but it comes with so much stuff you actually don't need unless or, you're growing weed. Like, <laughs> it's it's a lot. I'm like, come on, I'm I'm really cheap. I just got my trays. Come on. (laughs) Um, But good amount of light. Like I said, like a windowsill will be like sufficient, but it's not going to like help the ping like thrive and grow like crazy. It would need like a full south direct Mm -hmm. light, like full cactus level sunshine. Yeah. If you wanted it to like color up, but if you just want it to be there to catch some like sink bugs, some like flies here and there. (laughs) You can have it in your window if that's where you're going to remember to water it. They do prefer distilled water. Um, I do find they aren't as picky as other carnivorous plants can be because yeah, I actually all. went like a whole year just or, or more using tap water and they were fine. They None of them died. Like they were, they were just great. They were doing fine. And then I feel like pings are very easy to save too if they are dying. You can be like, oh, we're just going to pop mm-hmm. off the top piece of you and just let you do your thing. Yeah, plus if it's like if some of the bottom leaves start dying off then it, or it might go into dormancy then it's just like okay like see you later <laughs> it's not dead and what i like about them too is when they are in their dormancy they are alive and still growing yeah they they're still cute dead yeah they just look like little succulents mm-hmm. and apparently you know what i learned recently i learned something new oh the succulent phase is actually better to do a pulling from because oh. they have more energy in them Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So They're just, like, storing it up? Yeah, so they're really, because a lot of people think that they're um, succulents when they first see them, and they kind of look like succulents. They sometimes act like succulents when they're in their dormancy, but 
um, they propagate just like them. You do your little pulling and then you just set it on soil or anything. They're really not picky about what they're on as long as there's like some moisture. It could literally be in a little con- closed container. It's like literally the plant where if I disturb it and I'm like, normally I like drop a plant, I'm like, shit. But with a, with a ping, it just mm-hmm. kind of falls apart and then it just was like, oh, now we got 10 plants. Ooh, mm-hmm. Here we are. I actually saw someone set up a bunch of propagations. Like it looked like a big like brownie tray (laughs) and they had them all divided into like a bunch of different quadrants. And then they just had like ping pullings like crazy, like (laughs) in each one. And then they had each one labeled. I'm like, I want to do that. I want to like do like a crap ton. It is kind of sad though, because uh, I feel like my ping pulling rate could be better. I feel like, a little over half of them do well and the others die. I mean, it's like any other mm-hmm. skill. Like when I first started propagating any plant, I couldn't mm-hmm. figure it out. But but now that I know about the succulent phase thing, maybe the ones that are dormant, I'm like, okay, you're not going to be like growing. Then I'm going to be, you're going to ba- make babies for me, <laughs> putting you to work. <laughs> and I'm just going to like keep pulling them. It's like the Sims basement where <laughs> they're slaving away painting. <laughs> <laughs> um one of the greatest things I think about pings, I just keep saying this, but they're flowers. Ah, they're the cutest thing. They are wild. They bring me so much joy. A lot of the shapes remind me of like the SpongeBob flower where oh like, God, yeah. you know, like in the sky, in the ocean where they like do those like weird like cartoon flowers. <laughs> a lot of them are like exactly that shape. Um, there's not like... I mean, I feel like there's a pretty wide variety of colors. I, I was about to be like, there's not that many. There's a lot of like different pinks and a lot of purples. Um, but when they come in, usually the colors like the most intense when it opens up. Like if there's some that have like a little bit of purple in them, it'll be most intense when it opens up and then it'll kind of like fade off to white or like fade off to a lighter color. Um they don't last like super long. I mean, it's longer than like a couple of days, but. But sometimes they get into that where they're like popping out 10 flowers in yeah, a row. Like when bang. you have a bunch at once, it is so fun. But I will, uh, I uh, beware when you try and pull off oh, the, yeah. that the is, dry flower. That is how <laughs> I learned your lesson. That is how I've destroyed more pings than any other way is pu- trying to pull off those because they get they get like gross and you're like, hey, you got to get rid of this. But yeah, then you pull like it and the dry, whole thing falls yeah, apart. Yeah, it's a dry ass <laughs> flower. And <laughs> you try and pull it, and the ping's like, "Excuse me, that's mine." Like, <laughs> please don't. And you pull the whole ping out because it's not rooted very much. So, but I've been potting a lot of mine in cute little things. You got so many cute pots to put them in, like fun little like candles, like the dollar section candles at Target. I've been going crazy for them. I'm always checking for the dollar can, the like three dollar candles because they're in <laughs> such cute little vessels, and it's like the perfect size. You can even put like a couple pings in there and they look so cute. Mm. I just love them. Um, Let me go back to my thing. Propagation. So another fun thing about pings, there's just a hundred, hundred fun things about them is instead of doing like ping pullings, if you want to get multiple pings, you could just wait for it to split and it turns into multiple pings. (laughs) How fun is that? That's what that, and when I will never forget the first time you split up my pings. I'm watching you do it. You're like literally like ripping a chicken nugget in half. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I can pull this apart. And I like manhandle it and just like <laughs> rip. And I'm like, boom. And then I was like, I'm taking this one. <laughs> but it's so fun. I mean, like even the one on the end there, you could like easily pull that apart. Oh, yeah. Multiple that one's ready to go. Up. It's pretty easy. I mean, some people ask me how i know i mean i feel like it'd be tough like you have that really full one there that's like 10 
I wouldn't even want to try tackling that <laughs> until it were like bigger or like more awake because it looks maybe dormant. I don't know. Um, it's so hard to tell when they get like bigger. I'm like, are you dormant? Yeah, or are you just that one's like, really for sure compact? dormant. But I'd try and wait for a couple like clear rosettes to be formed because I had one that just. I mean, I'll post a thing when we have this episode up. A big, big thing about pings. Um, but my lilac lollipop ping just split, and I can just see like the two like centers are right next to each other i'm like those are nowhere <laughs> near being ready to pull apart but i feel like some people would get really eager and be like oh my god two pings and pull them apart <laughs> it's tough i do have a video of pulling them apart like a different ping but it was a really horrible angle so it's just like i just took my phone and like put it on the ground and was like there you go. <laughs> but i mean it's not that hard you just kind of because they don't have that many roots. No, they're very easy to pull apart. They're like... Yeah. You just grab onto both sides. And if it doesn't, like, because you kind of have to make sure that the leaves aren't, like, stuck together. Like, so I just, yeah. like, kind of get, get both in both hands and tug a little bit. And if they don't want to pull apart, if it feels like it's actually going to, like, explode <laughs> and fall <laughs> apart instead, then I just leave it. I'm like, okay, I'll try later. But... And I find that, like, if I just do... Because sometimes there will be, like, a bunch, and I'm tempted to do more than one pull. And I'm like, no, just split it in half and let it be. There's yeah. like three in each, but that's okay. I'll just let them do your thing. Did you see on my story I pu- pulled some part and made like six pings? Yeah, this orb. I was like, okay, it's finally time. Oh, yeah, that is uh, ready to go. Look at all those pings oh. out of that one. That's, that's so crazy. crazy. Like they just look like whole ass pings. And they are, and they all had their own roots. I was so proud. And I only had like three pullings that fell off. Oh. Can you believe that? Only three. And I'm sure they're going to propagate fine. I mean, maybe not because they're not, they're, they're not dormant. So we'll see. But I don't know. You love learning something new. Pollination. This is You're the expert on this. I've still been too afraid to try. Um, I did. I had to read so much like because I have the little, I mean, not like a lot, but I read the same thing like over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> I need to know. I need to know that this is correct. Because an easier way to do it and pollinate it is you actually kind of have to like rip the petals off. And that's not fun. You know, you want to keep your petals. (laughs) Um, But okay, so you know what's, uh, you know, the little tail that sticks off in the back? Yeah. That and the petals are one unit. So when Mm. you like pull the thing off, it comes off with that like back flap. And then like all the little parts that are like in the flower on the end of that stem are where all the magic happens. My God, Cece, she's just crying out there. <laughs> um, but it's a really weird concept. So there's like, I should have actually looked up the uh, names of like the parts of the flower. Because now I'm not going to remember. But you just grab the, um, just grab the, what's it called? Pollen. <laughs> <laughs> you grab the pollen and then you just like slap it on this thing and that's it. Yeah. You don't have to, w- it's not like in theoriums where you have to like, have one flower ready and then the other ready at the mm. same time you can pollinate just one. so it's like a regular flower yeah um god cc <laughs> if you're doing the take a shot every time cc interrupts you're probably <laughs> fucked up now <laughs> she was excited to see me though she's like i want to hang out with nicole um i did only successfully pollinate two flowers so far and i think sadly my second batch where i had more seeds Mm -hmm. i don't think i think i let them dry out too much i'm really pissed because i was like oh my god i'm gonna have so many things 
So you waited too long to extract the no, seeds? No, I, ha- I got them at the right time, but I just wasn't keeping the substrate oh, as wet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I was, because usually it took about, like from when I put them on the soil, um, for the other ones, it took about two weeks for me to be able to like see them with my eyeballs start popping up. Um, and I haven't seen the other, it's been like a month and I'm like, I just need to, give, it's, I need to give up. It's not happening. So I'm kind of bummed, but it'll be fine. We'll do it again. But then that's how people make like new breeds. Obviously you can just take some pollen from one and then slap it on another. Pop it on the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I actually did pollinate though, I didn't take off the flower. Some it's easier than others because some it's almost like cone shaped, like the flower kind of like jets out a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it's like a little funnel. So it it's kind of like in the way. So some of them I notice like, yeah, I need to take the flower off to do it. And some of them like the petals are just right there and I can whatever, but just stick it in. <laughs> just try it out. Do you think, do you have any favorite species? I don't know if you've learned, you, you have the labels on some of them. Yeah. Um, I really like the cyclosecta. That one's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Cyclosecta um, for you people listening is the purple one. That's like the classic purple one. And then most purples are made from that. It's usually some type of cyclosecta hybrid. And then I really like the one that is um, no ID, but it has a pink flower. I think it's the second to last one because it has like red mm-hmm. around the edges. Of the I've been obsessed with that one. And if you split it up, I want a piece of it. I mean, it will be split up at some point. It's so cute. It seems to be growing very fast. I don't know how much I can move with this, but I want to stare at them. I don't know what these ones are that I'm staring at, but I think it's some those, type of emarginata. Those you gave me. So mm-hmm. those are all from you. So if you know what yours are, then. <laughs> I don't know what those are. And actually one of those is the one of mine that had um, thrips. I feel like the one, your Florian looks like it's dormant. Oh, the Florian is cute too. So cute. And the Johanna. The Florian and the Johanna are like some, I think they're both miniature varieties, but they're both really pink, really cute. Um, So the one that's actually the sought after expensive one that I keep like sending to you is the Raspberry Blonde. (laughs) I just can't believe that that thing is like $75. Which really isn't probably that bad. I know. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, we've spent more (laughs) on plants. And it's a plant just like the other plants that we have, mm-hmm. but it's so small. And I'm like, oh my God, $75 <laughs> when people are paying like over a hundred dollars for like a node. Well, like that Florian, I think was like 25 and it's like literally smaller than my pinky nail. Aren't or when I got alive? it, when I got it, it was like, I don't know, like the size of like a toenail. We could barely see them. They have grown <laughs> up quite a bit, even though they're so tiny. When you look back at pictures, they were like smaller than your pinky nail. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> So they have grown up quite a bit. I think that my, I don't know if it's my Florian or my Johanna because I can't tell them apart without their um, labels, is growing up a lot. And it's so cute. Take a shot for every time we say cute. Literally. The pings are the cutest plants. Objectively. I mean, I think that they're def- even cuter than orchids because orchids still have a little bit of a creepy vibe. Yeah, I think orchids, I don't think orchids are cute. I think Classes of plants that are generally in cute, I would say like peperomias are kind of cute. I will say though, I feel like I, I feel myself getting into the orchids soon. I was talking to David and I was like, I kind of want like a miniature variety. <laughs> and then you know what fucking popped up on my just plant interwebs twice in one day. I'd never seen this plant before. And then it pops up twice <laughs> in one day. What the hell? Okay, I'm trying to look it up now. My phone's like, meow, meow, meow. 
Let me know if you've seen this before. I was like, it, yep, that's the one I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. I think it's so cool, but it is so expensive. So for people listening, do you know that, does it say the name of it? Can you of even say it? Of course it doesn't. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone in the comments is like, what is this? What is this? What is this? When I saw it on Facebook, someone actually said the name of it, but it wasn't the specific variety. It was just like the genus, but it is a type of terrestrial miniature orchid. Yeah. Um, but for people listening, it l- looks like almost like the string of hearts heart. Yeah. Like that's what the leaf looks like to me, unless that's just the part of the flower. I don't know. And then it has this like, I don't know, like burgundy flower thing with like spikes coming off from it. It looks like a little alien popping out of the ground. Yeah. And uh, of course there's no caption on this and everyone's like, what is this? Uh." But I'm like, uh, the plant world is like, you need to like orchids. You need to like orchids. They just had an orchid festival and show here. We were busy. (laughs) So disappointed. Well, the... The one, the orchid festival here is like a very, like it's a prestigious one from my gatherings. Like it's like a big deal. Big deal. In the orchid world. It was actually kind of funny because when I was working at PQ and I wasn't able to go that day, some dude came in and he was like, I actually organized the orchid festival and show over in Oregon. And I was like, oh, are you here for the show this weekend? And he's like, what? And I'm like, there's an orchid show this weekend, like at Como. (laughs) He was like, oh my God. No way. He was from out of town, so I was like... You'd think that's why he was here. <laughs> I I'm like, I, anywhere I am out of town, I've, I'm there for plants. We haven't talked about this, but I think we're going to be going to Plant Con, Brandon. Oh. I know you told me about it, but I just didn't we, ask him. I hopped on a call with the team and everything. Oh, it's kind of sh- crazy. Really? Yeah, like, yeah, they're, they, got, <laughs> they got like an Airbnb for all the plant fluencers. <laughs> it's kind of nuts. It's oh, my a God. Civil, and they, they want us to be on a panel. Oh, you know, panels... <laughs> We might even do a live podcast recording if things get crazy. That would be fun. I That's scary, though. It's the people who run the Houston plant market. Um, they know what they're doing. They're so organized. Um, and I'm excited. It'd be kind of cool. But they want it to kind of... I feel like it's going to be like a VidCon thing where mm. they want it to kind of travel around. Like, Gabriella's plants has already been like, we want our hands on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I want it to be up in Minneapolis. I'm like, we have a team of people up here ready to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, people love plants up here. So, there's our little tangent. Um, let's talk about where to buy pings. Because I think that, besides the care and just what is a ping, that is like Getting the number one question Getting your hands on one is the hardest part. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't, I mean, I would say they're uncommon for a plant, I guess. Because you're not going to see them at every greenhouse. You don't even really see carnivorous plants at every greenhouse. But when you do, it's usually not pings. Yeah, it's usually... The basic Venus mm-hmm. flytrap. Uh, pitcher plants if you're lucky you'll get some nepenthes maybe some Um, sundews yeah and if they are sundews they're usually the like boring varieties tongadale is finally starting to get in like a bunch of i don't know pitcher plants and draceras and stuff that are like the small little cute guys but they were the first place i've ever seen saracenas before i'm like uh can we get can we get some pings that'd be really nice but anyways so all the ones that I have gotten mostly have been online. You did find some, or was it who found them? Was it you or Sam at Waters? Um, I had found out that they had had them, 
But then Sam went there first and was oh, like, yeah, they posted online about them. There's like, they're the fuck ton. Yeah. Cause I thought they'd be like, Oh, here's a couple. No, mm-hmm. they're like, here's 20 He's different varieties. Them. Yeah. And he showed her the propagation list and was like, let me know which ones you want. And I'm like, okay. So if you're over, is that in like the Nina area? Nina Menasha. So if you're in Wisconsin, you want to go over to Nina. Nina. I just think about the candle lady. <laughs> I wish I could. I can't even. I was going to try and think of a quote from that video of the girl. She's like, oh, Jen, you're going to get your ass reamed. Uh, um, so Waters Greenhouse in Wisconsin. That's a special little place. But, okay, don't knock your local Facebook groups until you try it. Because a lot of local collectors, if they have a bunch... They're going to sell them to you for way cheaper than the online shops will, mm-hmm. most likely. You can get them for like five bucks, ten bucks, rather than like twenty to thirty. And you might even get them in actual substrate. Usually, when you yeah, order just them online, ready to go. When you order them online, I've one hundred percent of the time they have come bare root. So thankfully, I'm kind of smart, and I will order an extra little bag of soil. They'll just like it's cheap. They'll send you a little plastic baggie, all yeah. you need. But I'm like, because I, I will stress and I'm like, I'll be like, oh my God, I don't have the right soil. Yeah, and, and then they'll sit there and die. Yep. And then you'll freeze and you'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would do. So I'm like, you got to be prepared for them to come bear root. They know what they're doing. These are my recommendations. California carnivores, obviously. I would say they probably have some of the widest variety. I'll say that again. California carnivores. If it skipped out on you or if you coughed, I don't know. <laughs> they actually just moved greenhouses recently. Fun fact. Mm. So they just did a big move and they've been like showing off all their things. They actually fit, I think, most, if not all their pings in one big truck. And think, <laughs> you know, like all these things, think about it like you're not really meant to stack these on top of each other. So when they show the like truck, it's just like a giant truck and then like pings all over the ground in trays <laughs> um oh my god you know what would have been a perfect way to like you know like in a restaurant where they have like the rolly carts where they put like all the desserts like put them mm. on the rolly cart of desserts yeah oh my god you wonder if there was any like bumps in the road and the pings <laughs> just go bloop, right out of the pot <laughs> um so besides california carnivores i would say they're probably more expensive but um another one is rainbow carnivorous plants they used to be called something else. Like when I first ordered from them off Etsy, they were not rainbow carnivorous plants. All these plant places be changing their names. Yeah. Rainbow carnivorous plants. I think if you go on their website, I think that's the one that looks really outdated. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but let me show you this, Brandon. Um, rainbow carnivorous plants. And the one thing about rainbow carnivorous plants, y'all, is I'm pretty sure you always get a free ping with your order oh like a whole ass free extra ping we love that Uh, let me get this website to load it's taking forever our internet has been very slow the last few days um but besides them wait are you looking at it now (laughs) you know what this reminds me of what neopets.com neopets (laughs) oh no I will say, like, it's not hard to navigate. No, I mean, the, the nav- it's like I could I could have already purchased something by now. I've been on the site for 10 seconds. <laughs> um, like, it's well organized. Like, I see everything. They've got good pictures. You know, like, I feel like often when I look online for specific pictures of pings, often their like stock photos show up. Oh, yeah. They, these are like all good photos. You can like very much see what they are. Mm-hmm. And I think when you order from them, from my experience, the pings have been pretty big. 
because you kind of never know like you'll see pictures of like a very good looking version of that ping and you're probably going to get like a really tiny version of it um one place that i have not ordered from yet but i really really want to because everyone keeps posting about ordering from them and i just want to is curious plant i don't think i've ever heard of that curious plant is out of ohio I mean, I very well could have heard of it, but you know, I retain Mm -hmm. information for about two minutes. I think they're also one that like has, I mean, all carnivorous plants. I think most of these websites have like all the different carnivorous plants, but they're just like really good ones for pings. Um, shopper collection. Because I feel like a lot of carnivorous plant websites and you click the ping section, it's just blank. Oh yeah. This (laughs) is the website that reminds me of the Tonkadale website. It looks like the Tonkadale website, but like, oh yeah. Made into a carnivorous plant website. it really does (laughs) but i think their pictures generally are pretty good too oh yeah and yeah these people know what they're doing they usually when you get them like in the mail they'll have them in those little like dip to go containers like the little plastic little ramekins yeah is it ketchup or is it a ping Mm, who knows and usually they'll have them like the bare rooted ping wrapped in like a little very lightly damp paper towel it's usually not completely dry by the time I get it. And then those are wrapped up really well and hopefully like insulated a little bit. So usually like if those bang around in there, the ping's usually still going to stay put, which is nice. Isn't that one cool? There's so many cool ones. I, like, mm-hmm. have, I was like, I got to stop scrolling or I'm just going to like completely zone out. <laughs> one that I, cause I've had a couple of varieties that I, that have died that I've been really upset about. One being my Hanka. Um, Pinguicula hanka. It has a really, really cool flower, and I didn't even get to see it flower, and I'm really Aww. pissed. Um, this is what it looks like. I think you may have remember when I had this one. Oh, I put yeah. It in that thing, and it has a very, like, wavy flower. I remember you showing me a picture of that flower when you got it. Yeah, what the fuck? Because <laughs> um, I think that one's really similar to the Raspberry Blonde, and, like, this one's $24 versus, like, the $75 Raspberry, raspberry Blonde. Um, thankfully the cycle secta seems to be more accessible now. I think that one used to be always way more expensive. The green varieties, like the plain green varieties are, um, always going to be probably the cheapest. Um, what are the other ones that I like? I can't even, I have the Gina. She's one of mine that has, um, spider mites. This, I know, I think we both have one of these. I know I do for sure. I can't say the name of it. The search of the J. I don't think I do. Mine is really tiny and I'm just starting to see the little like. Oh, the little red veining. Mm-hmm. Okay, now Pretty looking cool. at the strawberry blonde flower, I, I, I get it. That, that you get it. It's like when I see pictures of them, I'm like, holy crap, that's a big flower. Ugh. E- oh, yeah, that that's hot. Is oh, that worth $70? I don't know. <laughs> Um, if you're local and you're listening to this, we'll cut any, any plan for you. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for that because I know how easily some of them can just die off. I mean, it just happens. Some of them are way hardier than others. Um, and also some varieties I think like to be more wet than others. I feel like, um, I, mean, I think you have mostly the ro- rosette forming mm-hmm. ones, but there are some that are like long and squid like. I think that tend to like it a little bit more wet. Tentacly. Yeah, tentacly. Really creepy. Oh, the condoy is also a really cool flower. Are you fucking kidding me? Why is this one only $18? It's not loading, but you can kind of see it down there. Oh, oh my God. It looks like my eyes since like it's so red and bloodshot. <laughs> <laughs> like just rainy eyes. 
creepy yeah and they just have like really cool margins i like them so usually when they're i like how they look without the flower like i the ones that i buy i buy them for how they look with and without the flower the flowers are like quite literally the cherry on top yeah like i still want them to be cute (laughs) but a lot of the breeding that goes into them they're just looking for really stunning flowers and cool colors and then like sometimes the pings that come out of that are not very interesting looking to me (laughs) so that's just my opinion (laughs) it's my opinion (laughs) i think i've kind of touched on everything i need to touch on oh um some people instead of having them in soil they'll have them growing on a rock yes they'll have them usually on some type of pumice stone thing i've heard that lava rock isn't as porous for some people like it doesn't draw up water as easily Mm -hmm. as like so you'd have to have like more of a shallow lava yeah some people actually drill a hole in it and then put a little bit of moss and then put the ping in there Mm just so that it like grabs onto the moss and it's like getting a good amount of water in there. And then eventually the roots will stretch out. Have you seen like the roots like coming out on the sides being all weird? They're like white and they look like oh, yeah, pla- yeah. the little plastic like feet that come out. Cause one of those does that. Maybe it, maybe they've worked their way into the dirt, but it was like, I didn't, I was like too lazy to really like work it in. So it's like mm-hmm. just Some on top. Just like, like stretch eh. out. And I'm like, do your thing, whatever you do, you girl. Yeah, if you are local to Minneapolis, one of our friends, Reagan, uh, uh, they do a beautiful job making arrangements, Dirt and Dionysus Mm -hmm. on Instagram. And I think that's the website, too. They have an Etsy, I think, right? But they they come with the motor, so you can actually have the water pumping through. And you can make your own. It's Mm -hmm. so fun. You choose your rock and the size of, like, the tray that you want. The only reason why I haven't yet is, like I mentioned, I don't have great airflow. And I'd really want it to be under grow lights, you know? So I just feel like having a pump of water. Yeah, it's dirtanddionysis.com. Would, would just get it icky, you know? But that's just Oh me. my God, look at how cute the <gasps> website beautiful. is. I'm obsessed. <laughs> so a lot of carnivorous plant people or people that grow like small little indoor bog things will have these like, I guess like it'll literally just be like your tank, like your fish tank size. Yeah, and they'll just have like a big light over it, and it'll just be a bunch of plants in there. Well, okay, I got to take you there. Um, yeah. There's a new fish shop, fish store, uh, across literally across the street from Bachman's on Lindale, um, and they have that's sh- good because your fish hook up closed. They they have shallow bog tanks there. Oh. And they're really cool. I just think about like if I had any type of tank, I think the cats would be horrendous yeah but i also have a bit more adventurous cats so you obviously don't have to worry about cc and clifford like wanting to get up no, that not at all both of my cats would try and jump in oh yeah both of them well and it's really cool too because you know like fish stores are usually kind of creepy and weird and you're like oh this oh is you remember when we went to that weird like backdoor fish yes. shrimp place yeah it's like you're just like that it, like a whole family was in there and they were kind of like what are you doing here <laughs> 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 we're like we're trying to shop like most fish stores are like i don't know they're like meant for cis straight white bros, you know, like that's just the vibe. And like rich dude, like people who just don't really care. Yeah. And it's just like uncomfortable. But it was, it's beautiful. It's in this beautiful building. It has really great lighting. They have beautiful tanks and they all have benches in front of them. So you can just sit and like watch the tank and they have like really relaxed. fishy museum. They have like, it's set up like a museum and like there's like really nice relaxing music. I love that. And like 
it's everything is these tanks are beautiful you know like pet stores it's like the tanks are usually like gross Mm -hmm. they're just like throw the fish in and and it's like half the fish are dead and floating in there and you're like and they have some of the most beautiful fish ever so i have to go back there and get some more fish and they have assassin snails finally i found a place that has assassin snails well yeah how's your snail problem going it's 12 out of 10 out of control did you get rid of any of your scrimps i saw you posted locally um all the well no because most of the people like it just didn't work that i had reached out like the timing and i was like well let me know anytime please (laughs) like please take my shrimp uh i think that's all i've got on pings you got anything else to say ping pang pong get your pings I just love them and tag me if you love them too. I love when people give me their little updates and they're like, I got a pig because of you. And I'm like, (laughs) oh my God, I hope you love them. Yeah. I just like plants that bring joy and that's definitely a plant that brings joy. They're just so easy and they, all you gotta do is just make sure that there's some water in there. Mm -hmm. I just think it's more rewarding than your typical foliage plant. Yeah. It's a little more fun. It's just like more to check on every day. I mean, a new flower will just pop out of nowhere. Like literally, you're like, where did this come from? And mm-hmm. then you come back the next day and there's four. And you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Just fun. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Brandon. You can find me at Brandon Botanical on Instagram, YouTube, and the TikTok. Um, I'm now a beauty influencer now. So if you like makeup, I now post some makeup content on there because apparently people think they that I'm, I don't know. They like my style because I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say, get this, don't get this. I forgot to tell you I got the telescopic mascara. How did you like it? The consensus I've heard is like B plus. Like it's good, but not that great. So I think it all comes down to taste because, you know, some people. They just open that mascara and stick it in their mouth. (laughs) If it tastes good. It comes down to what you like in a mascara. I don't like a wet mascara. It looks very wet. It is moist. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and the and the um the spoolie or whatever the hell doesn't have a whole lot of grippies on it, mm. so like it 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 just is slathered on there. That would be clump city on me. I have I you've used it twice, and I've gotten it all over my face both times. Like <laughs> in the, okay in the process, I will say it didn't like transfer onto my oh, eyelid like like mine usually does that. All, no matter what I use, even my Dior one, it'll just be up there because I just have. I got a sweaty eyelid. I don't know if it's just because like <laughs> I know not all people's eyelashes will like go up there and touch them, but I'm just I was looking at people like this, you got I guess. The lids of a ping. Yeah. <laughs> just, it's just a little greasy one up there. So it wasn't horrible, but I definitely had to like scrape off some excess yeah. before I used it because I was like, holy shit. But I know new mascaras are always gonna be like really, really wet at first, but that was a nightmare. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, go look at Brandon's beauty videos oh yeah and brandonbotanical.com mm-hmm. where can they find you uh, you can find me on instagram tiki talk and pinterest at nicole larson grows and go follow our podcast at where are we growing instagram and website mm-hmm. that's our website that's the thing bye <laughs> <laughs> we're like where's our music oh it's there. it's there somewhere oh we got some time so let me pull up uh review really quick goodness how quick can brandon be we've got a whole 30 seconds so i think i can do this in 30 seconds here we go here we go okay okay we're just gonna read the newest one i'm so excited i found the show 
Brian and Nicole are two of my favorite TikTokers to watch online. I never listen to podcasts, but I'm listening to podcasts all day. They're entertaining and while providing great information. I also love that they are neurodivergent and can totally relate to all the things they discuss. I will totally be binging all the episodes. Thank you. Can't leave without it. Yay! Bye. Bye. <laughs>